Y'all ready for God's word tonight? Praise God. See, Adriel's story tells us tonight that everyone has a story. Everyone has value and everyone has a choice. As we begin this series, you need to know you have a story, you have value, and you've got a choice, real life. Many of us don't make good choices because of the pressure that we live under. Can y'all relate? Anybody had a pressure-filled day today? Y'all got some stress in your life? Can I get an amen? Can I get a witness? Many times we, we make poor decisions because we're feeling the pressure. Teen Challenge, you feeling some pressure the past few weeks? You got, got some things taken from you, I hear. The pressure is being put on you, and sometimes that pressure causes you to not think so clearly and make some mistakes. A pretty common pattern in our culture is to buckle under the pressure. That's, that's what's normal in today's society. But real life, I'm, I'm here to tell somebody we are called to be conquerors. We are called to live a life in victory in Jesus Christ. But there are simply so many multiple options to fail. So because of all those options, it puts pressure on us. And under that pressure, we fail God. Under that pressure, we fail ourselves. Under that pressure, we fail others that mean so much to us that we love. And that's the pattern. And God calls us in Romans 12, verse 2, it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I've come tonight with an encouragement for everyone in real life. There is hope beyond all the pressures of this life. That hope is Jesus Christ. Scripture promises we can be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And this tells us that changing our minds, changing the way we think about situations and the circumstances that we're facing, changing our perspective and our point of view can depressurize the challenges that we are currently facing. If you look at it from a different angle, you can take the pressure off. Man, if we allow the Holy Spirit of God to change our mindset, it can transform our situation so that we no longer will buckle under the pressure. Amen? As a ministry, we're not necessarily endorsing the Netflix original 13 Reasons Why because of its content. But we're recognizing that many of the issues that are depicted in the show are real to our lives. Can I get a witness in the house? It is hard to be a high school student in this day and age. It is a heavy show. If you've never seen it, it is so heavy that we can relate with it because the pressure of life as a high school student is heavy. Man, if you have not seen it, the concept is really simple. Um, there's a young lady, her name is Hannah, and she decides to commit suicide. And before committing and following through with it, she sends tapes to people she knows. And it's 13 reasons why she killed herself and the role that they played in her suicide. It's heavy. There's a lot of pressure from a lot of different people in her life that made her give up on life altogether. And I think a lot of us are dealing with some of those same pressures, and I think it's time we talk about it real life. Tonight we're going to talk about that pressure. The title of tonight's message is I can't take the pressure. So if you bow your heads and close your eyes, Father, we thank you for your love. God, I thank you that right now in this moment, you're about to do something supernatural in the hearts and lives of everybody in this room. God, I thank you by the power of your Holy Spirit for those of us who walked in with heaviness, with pressure, with, with a 
heavy heart and a decision to make, God, I pray that you would begin to, by the power of your Holy Spirit, remove the pressure and give the peace of God that transcends all understanding. May that rest on our hearts and in our minds. Anoint this word in Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. In one of the episodes of 13 Reasons Why, Clay, the main character, he, uh, he actually gets pressured into a drinking contest. Um, he's in an alleyway, and he gets, he gets told this statement. I thought it was really profound. He says, you're going to walk away with a buzz, or you're going to walk away with a beatdown. It's your choice. And, and many times, I think we feel that way. We feel that type of pressure every day from our peers. There, there's times where people will literally make sure that if we don't conform, we're going to feel it, and it's going to hurt. Anybody there? Uh, anybody experienced that before? I know I did when I was in high school. There's, it, there's this mentality, this feeling that there's no escape from the pressure. And over the next few weeks, God wants us to realize that every decision we make has a consequence. Your choices affect your life and the lives of others around you. Every decision we make has a consequence. And just that very fact, man, puts a lot of pressure on our lives. We all feel it, and I want us to realize that pressure has existed for a very long time. Actually, for thousands of years, people have been experiencing this pressure. And in Ecclesiastes, it says it like this. It says, there is no new thing under the sun. So what you're experiencing is not anything new. The pressure people are faced with is the same today as it was thousands of years ago. It's just the tools are different, right? I'm thinking about the first actual murder that took place in scripture it was Cain versus Abel Cain decided to kill Abel because he desired the approval of somebody else and the same will happen today people who surround your life will try and kill your reputation if it means the approval of others right man the people around you will try and kill your self-esteem if it will help them improve theirs it's the same yesterday as it is today, life is pressure-packed. And here's the deal, real life. People have been cruel and intentionally vicious since sin was introduced into the world. That's the reality of the world we live in. It's nothing new. It's, it shouldn't surprise us. But we should also be clear that God had nothing to do with the cruelty that sin has produced. Man, the pressure that you feel because someone is cruel and angry and, and upset and just trying to, to ruin your life, man, that cruelty is not from God. It's from the pit of hell, real life. You need to realize that. There's a lot of pressure-packed situations in Scripture, and I believe tonight one of the most intense moments in Scripture is what we're going to talk about tonight, and it's about this woman who was caught in the very act of her sin, and everyone around her comes against her, and they publicly humiliate her. Man, the pressure she felt was debilitating. The, the story goes like this in John chapter 8. It says, at dawn, Jesus went again into the temple courts where all the people gathered around him. And he sat down to teach them. And this is what happened. A crazy thing happened. He's teaching. He's, he's telling God's word. And the teachers of the law and the Pharisees interrupted and brought this woman caught in adultery. They did the unthinkable, and they made her stand before the group and said to Jesus in front of everyone, embarrassing her, they said, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In the law of Moses, it commands us to stone such women. Now what do you say? And they were using this question as a trap 
in order to have a, a bias, a basis for accusing Jesus. And man, whenever I read scripture in real life, I, I always try to put myself into the character's shoes. I try to empathize. I try to feel what they feel. And I can't imagine what this woman must have been feeling. Man, I can't imagine the pressure she was facing. Her failure was broadcast for everyone to hear. This story makes me so grateful that my sins have not been broadcast for everyone to know. Man, I'm so grateful for that. I, I would be mortified if I were this young woman. And I'm so grateful that the sin that we confess, man, Jesus conceals. That's good news tonight because if we confess our sins, the Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness. But the flip side is the sins we try and cover up will eventually get exposed. Man, tonight many of us feel pressure because we know God will be true to his word in Numbers 32, 23 where it says our sins will find us out. Some of the pressure we feel in our lives right now is because we know we're doing something we shouldn't be doing and we're trying to keep it concealed. And it, it causes a pressure that God never intended in our life. And it's hard to live very long under that pressure without buckling. It's like when people, this woman, the teachers of the law and the Pharisees were putting immense pressure on this woman because of her sin. And I, I liken it to this just so it relates to our modern day culture. I, I think it's like when people leak private pictures on Snapchat that spread to everyone in the school. Or, or when, uh, for example, photos get leaked on your Instagram account. Some of y'all got two or three of those fake Instagram accounts. Just because you, you don't have the courage to do it yourself. The difference in this story is the Pharisees and teachers of the law actually had the courage to do it in person and not from the safety of behind a screen. But that's a whole nother sermon. I'm not going to preach that message tonight. But I, I could imagine this woman might have wanted to disappear altogether, being exposed to their treatment, their total disrespect for her life. She was humiliated. She was being threatened. Man, some of us must feel that way in the house tonight. She must have felt so alone with no one on her side. She had no defense because she was guilty in real life. This is, this is the deal. That's our story, too. We're guilty, too. All of us have fallen short of the glory of God. That's, that's the reality. All of us are guilty, but this is what happens when we fail. This is what happens when we get overcome by our failure. Man, when the pressure of life results in failure, man, humiliation and shame will cause us to lose our voice. Because this woman was put in this situation, and the scripture says she's not saying a word. It doesn't say anything about her talking. Man, she is so embarrassed and humiliated and ashamed that she has completely lost her voice. And sin has this domino effect. Because once you experience failure, even though you thought sin would make things better, man, it just makes the pressure worse. Man, even though you, may, you, you think, man, if I just give in and I have this moment of freedom, of this ecstasy, of this joy, man, this is going to make my life good. But then it leaves you empty and ashamed. Man, this is when thoughts and mind games start to come into your life. Like, I've already failed and people already know that I've failed, so I might as well keep failing. Right? Or, or maybe, man, these people are placing these labels on my life. So, man, I've, I've already done this, so I might as well just accept their labels and prove them right, even though I know deep down on the inside that's not really who I am. The mind games start coming, and it starts 
being this domino effect where thing after thing after thing gets out of control. And I'm here to encourage someone tonight to regain your voice. This woman had lost her voice, and I know the pressure is intense, real life, but it's time to get your voice back if you've lost it. I know living a life that is honorable and pleasing to God is not an easy path to choose. But you were not created to buckle under pressure, real life. You were not created to conform to the pattern of this world. You were created to change the world for the better. That's your calling. That's your purpose. And you're better than the voices that surround your life today. You're better than the poor decisions that you've made in your past. You're better than that real life, and you can make a change in your life. All it takes is your choice. This woman was defeated. She had no voice. She gave in to the pressure of life to live in a way that God never intended her to live. And now she was experiencing the consequences that God never intended for her to experience. And I'm here to help somebody realize that buckling under the pressure of your past failure will lead you to surrendering to a broken system. If you buckle under the past of, of, of your failures, man, you're going to end up surrendering to a broken system. Can I get a witness, real life? The system you live in in high school is a broken and failed system. Come on, y'all, I know you love high school, but it is a failed system. It is an educational system trying to give you success, but there are things about that system that has failed you and broken. Man, you guys, many times, because of the system that you're in, because of the culture you have to go to every single day, you guys many times place eternal importance on people and things that only have temporary value. Man, this woman had failed, and all of us had failed. But she was surrendering to a failed system. The law called her to die, but God called her to life. She had lost her voice, but Jesus wanted to give her a voice. Real life, in the middle of all the pressure you're under, you need to find your voice, real life.
Every week, real life, I hear heartbreaking stories. Every single week. I'm sorry. I'm here to tell somebody who's under that pressure, that type of pressure. God never wanted that for your life. He never intended for that to happen to you. Real life, I know the pressure is intense and I know the feelings are real that you face each and every day. But let me help you see tonight that it's not fair for you to throw your life away simply because someone or something else is attacking it. That's not fair, real life. I know, just let me reason with you for a few moments. Please don't check out. I know some of the things that are taking place in your life make you want to just turn your back and say, forget everything that you're about to say, but let me reason with you. If someone is on the brink of giving in and giving up in this room because of the pressure you're under, just listen to the next few things that I'm about to say because it can help you. It can set you free. This woman was caught doing something she should have never done, but the people putting her under the pressure were doing it to trap Jesus. Why do I say that? They didn't care about her. And many times, the pressure, the attacks, the threats that come from others that, have, that, that come against your life, man, the pressure has nothing to do with you. It's nothing personal. Just like the woman in the story, most of the pressure you feel is coming from people who don't even care about you. And many times, we place so much importance on that pressure, and those people don't even care about us. Here's the deal, real life. Hurt people hurt people. And so that means the people that are giving you the most pain, giving you the most stress, causing you the most anxiety, man, it's coming not because God wants that in your life. It's coming because there's something deep and painful going on in their own life. It's not something that they're personally doing, even though it feels like it's all about you. It's not. I'm here to tell somebody, don't allow someone else's petty insecurities to become the reason that you live in insecurity. Don't allow someone else's pain to cause you to live in pain. You've got to stand up and have a voice for yourself. We need to renew our minds to God's word when we feel like we're about to break under the pressure. Because here's the deal. This is another point of reason. Man, 1 Samuel 16, 7 says, the Lord does not look at the things that people look at. Man, people look at the outward appearance of the way things are, but the Lord looks at the heart. What does that mean, real life? That means that people will attack your convictions without even knowing your heart. They'll attack your life without even knowing your story. Man, but the good news is this. God will look beyond even your terrible behavior to see your heart. Man, God will look beyond the surface. He knows all the junk that you've done. He knows all the sin, all the failure. But he knows the person that you are when you lay your head down at night, wishing that you could live like you were created to live. And he looks at that person, not the person you're putting in front of being today. I've come to speak hope and life into someone tonight by encouraging you to stop placing high value on someone's opinion who could care less about you. Stop placing high value on someone else's opinion who could care less about you. Don't give their voice priority over God's voice, real life. The reality is many of the people you feel pressured by Man, they won't even be a part of your life in the next five years. The people that you feel are most important, man, the ride or die folk that are next to you right now, those people will drop you in the next five years. They will turn their back on you, but your God will never leave you nor forsake you. 
Man, it's time to renew your mind. It's time to place value on God's opinion of you and block everyone else out. Because I promise you this, I promise you real life, when you care more about what God thinks about you than what you think, what others think about you, man, the pressure will begin to be released. I promise you that. Think about it. The people who you are trying to impress by your conformity today, they did nothing eternal for you. The people you're trying to impress, they can't do much for your future. The people that you're trying to impress will not be in your future. But God cared so much for you. John 3.16 says he loved you so much that he gave his only begotten son so that you could have eternal life. He died for you. Man, whose voice are you going to choose to listen to, real life? Are you going to choose to listen to, to the, the ones who don't even really care about you? Or are you going to choose to listen to the lover of your soul, the creator of all things, the one who called you with a purpose? This is the reality I want you to understand tonight, real life. The enemy of your soul has no real control over your life. That's the reality. The pressure you're feeling right now, the intense temptation that you feel like, man, I just can't resist any longer. Man, that's a deceptive emotion, real life. The enemy of your soul just does what he can to make you feel like he's in control. The enemy of your soul, he'll make you feel the pressure and uses those feelings to lead you to a place where he can steal, kill, and destroy your life. He wants you to choose to give up, but he can't make you give up. I'm here to tell somebody, this is the reason that I want you to hear. The feelings are real, but the power of this world are a facade. Man, the feelings of pressure, I, I understand when you feel pressure, those feelings are very real. But the power behind it is weak. The power behind it has no real power behind it. I understand from experience that it feels bad to experience rejection. It feels bad to have someone betray you. I understand that it's embarrassing to have your mistakes known publicly. Man, it feels like sometimes the only option is to fall back into the arms of sin just to get some relief from the pressure. Man, but feelings, feelings can help the perception of form the perception of our reality but feelings should never be allowed to dictate the direction of our lives real life feelings should never direct our lives this woman had every right to feel like dying but her feelings were not in control jesus was her feelings i want to say that again her feelings were not in control jesus was these men thought they were in control of the situation just like the the crazy immature punks that surround your life they feel like they're in control you know those popular people who think they own your school who think that they can tell you what to do and and force you into situations you know you don't want to be in man those people they think they have control but they have no real control and the story ends like this it says in in verse six but jesus bent down and he began to write with his finger on the ground so cool and they kept questioning him and he straightened up to them and he said let any one of you and I, I believe he man I believe Jesus got bowed up in this situation he, let the first person who has sin I, I dare you right now if you don't got any sin in your life I, pro I promise you my father is going to strike you dead with lightning the first person I, I y'all got to read scripture like that because it's alive it really happened and Jesus oh man there was a fierceness in his eye 
He said, if there's anyone who can pick up a stone because they don't have sin in their own life, they'll be the first to throw it. Man, I bet every single one of those people were just shaking in their boots. And the scripture goes on, and it says again, he stooped down. He's, he's so chill, man. He, he's the son of God. No wonder. And at this, those who heard began to walk away one at a time, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left with the woman still standing there. And this time, Jesus straightened up, and I believe his countenance was completely different. I believe his countenance was the same as when I just shared some affection and fatherly love to Adriel. I believe he looked at this woman and said, hey, um, baby girl, where are those that condemned you? Uh, is there anyone here? Has no one condemned you? And she said, no one, sir. He said, then neither do I condemn you. Neither do I. Go now and leave your life of sin. I'm here tonight because Jesus said to her, he said to her, don't feel, you don't have to feel the pressure anymore. Young lady, you don't have to feel that pressure anymore. You don't have to live under the pressure anymore. And I believe with all of my heart that Jesus is saying that to you and to me tonight. You don't have to live under the pressure. My favorite part about this story is that it shows us that high-pressure situations will come because of the world we live in, but God is so loving, God is so faithful to give even the guilty a way of escape. He's so loving and so faithful that he gives even the guilty a way of escape. I said it at the beginning, everyone has a story, everyone has value, and everyone has a choice. And Jesus is the only permanent fix for the pressure. I want to invite everyone to your feet.